Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash disciples. This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 49. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a mom. I'm Amber O'Hearn, and this episode will conclude our series on mom self-care. Today's chat is with Natalie Driz, and I saved this one for last because we are talking about the practicals of self-care as a mom and embracing the stage of life we're in. Natalie breaks down four areas of self-care and talks about ways we can still care for ourselves when we aren't able to get alone time. I know many of you are in a season of life where you are with your kids 24-7, so I hope you find some encouragement and practical tips from today's episode. Lastly, I just wanted to let you know that I was using a different microphone than I typically use when I recorded this episode, so there are a couple times I bumped the mic and had some sound issues, so thanks for your understanding on that, and thanks for listening in today. Here's my chat with Natalie. Hi, Natalie. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Could you start off and tell us a little bit about you and about your family life? Yes. So I have been married to my wonderful husband, Clark, for just over three years. We have a two-year-old daughter, Jennifer, and then another daughter, Liliana, is currently growing in the womb. She's expected to be born here in the next couple months. So we're we're excited (laughs) about that right now. We're all in. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Thank you. Do you feel like Jennifer has an idea of what's to come? She definitely does. She's very excited. She's all about babies right now. And we read lots of books about pregnancy and babies and baby dolls are her favorite thing in the world. And She'll fill my belly and be like, Lily's kicking. <laughs> so, Aww, yes, I think, she, I think she definitely knows what's going on. I'm just excited. I think she's going to try and steal her little sister from me. <laughs> Cute. That's sweet. <laughs> my husband works in insurance, and he's calling people in different time zones. So his work hours are a little weird. They're they're not like overnight or anything, but they're a little weird, which affects our life a little bit. And I have a super, super part-time job that Jenny comes with me right now. And that probably will be all done after Lily's here. And then I'll get to be a full-time stay-at-home mom after that. Wow. So what what are you doing part-time? I work with a young man with autism. I was in grad school for the first part of our marriage and for going to school for occupational therapy. And um, it was a job I had during grad school. It was super flexible. So the it was in the beginning, the young man with autism, he was in high school and I was he was homeschooled high school. So I helped out with that. But now he is in college. So I've kind of been working with him on that transition and doing just the support of getting him started and he's got I'm not the only we we're called home teachers I'm not the only home teacher he has so we're all doing what we can to help him do his best in college right now oh that's neat so is he does he go to college or is he at home taking taking classes a little bit of both so he is 
does really well in the online classes because that's what he's used to from high school because he, ha he had the homeschool program online. So, so he does some of his online classes, but he is majoring in theater. So all of those are not obviously going to be online. So we're working on getting him more used to the actual in-person classes as well. Great. That's so great. And I love that you can bring your daughter too. That's really cool. Yes, it's been great. And his mom is almost like a third grandma to Jennifer. <laughs> she Aww. loves her. Because she hangs out so with sweet. she hangs out with his mom while I'm working with him. Right. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Um, so Natalie, when you think about um living out the Great Commission as a mom, uh what comes to mind for how you personally do that? Mostly my family. So my my husband was Catholic as well. We were both cradle Catholics, so we've both got that big mission to just get our whole family to heaven. And I also hope along the way, as we're working on that, we're coming into contact with people and um, they're seeing, seeing that through our example as well. And we're able to impact those other people we come in contact with. Mm, I love that. That's great. So I, I wanted to talk to you today about self-care. And I'm really excited to talk to you in particular, in particular because you are a mom to a little one. You're pregnant. You're also doing a little work part-time. Your husband sometimes has crazy hours. And so it seems like like self-care might be difficult in your situation. Yes. So I would love to hear like what comes to mind when you think of the term self-care. So I think the first thing that comes to mind just because in popular culture, people mostly discuss it. They're thinking about like, a sweet treat or a massage, like more indulgent things. But I think in general, it should be more broad, even like simple, boring things like exercising or deep breathing or finding time to go to confession. Just those other things that are still really important to care for yourself and not so much the indulgent things that people tend to think of. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. So um, for you, uh, what what does that look like for you? What are what are some things that you try and do in your day to day life? I when I think of it, I usually break it down into a few areas. There's like the physical area where I'm trying to eat right, drink a bunch of water, go for walks, get outside, have naps if I need to even just taking a bath. So taking care of my body physically is always a first step and it helps me in all the other areas. And then I also think of it like mentally, I like to keep reading books or taking continuing education units for occupational therapy to keep my mind sharp in that area. Also listening to podcasts, keep, oh, myself, yeah. keep myself sane, listening I might not be around a ton of other adults, but podcasts help me stay in touch with the adult world. Yeah, I totally so, get that. <laughs> so physically, mentally, emotionally is a big one. I Making time to talk with friends, time with my husband. Outdoors really helps me keep 
emotionally stable. <laughs> um, having time to just free play with my daughter instead of being super overscheduled. The big thing is just moderation in general. Like sometimes I try to get too into chores or focus too much on getting my exercise or whatever, but just keeping moderation. Like if I get sick, it's okay to cancel things or if we're having a bad day to just be flexible. Flexibility has really helped help me. I'm not the most flexible person, so that's been a learning, <laughs> learning journey. And then the last one, but of course not the least important, is just spiritually, like making sure I'm regularly getting to confession and mass and saying my prayers and having a good Catholic support system. I know I, I have met you through our online Facebook community and that's been big in my life to stay sane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. We're part of a group. Um, I'll link to the episode in the show notes called uh, young and wild Catholic mamas. And that um, I interviewed uh, Ryan in season one who started that group. So I'll, I'll link to that one for people who are interested. And I love that you can find that community online as well. Um, yes. And it's, yeah, it's great to have um, in-person relationships and important to have in-person relationships, but especially with connecting with other moms, it's, um, it's helpful to be able to connect with moms all over the world (laughs) and um, all over the world and just constantly throughout the day. Like I have, I have my in-person friends, but they probably wouldn't like it if I'm texting them every five minutes about how my day's going. Yeah, <laughs> but but the yeah, Facebook exactly. group was great for that. <laughs> yeah, that's really neat. I like that you mentioned that. Um, so I I love how you're talking about like different categories of self care because I hadn't really thought much about that. Um, do you find that with? I th- I think this would be a struggle for me. Like if I'm doing well in one category, that the other categories would kind of like suffer (laughs) um because I'm like so focused in like maybe like trying to exercise and eat well and cook healthy meals that maybe then I'm not getting as much like free play with my kids or like um uh like going to confession or things like that I don't know do you do you feel like you're able to balance it you're able to balance it pretty well it's it's been a work in progress but one thing I've been doing for the past probably six months that's helped me is I have a checklist for my day and it's got like chores and stuff in it, but also I put those self-care things in it. So I'll schedule in a walk and the physical, but then I'll also schedule in confession when it's on Tuesday evenings or I'll schedule in getting outside in open air or playing with my daughter. So even the There are things that people don't typically schedule, like Mm. taking a bath. I put that on my checklist, and I'm very motivated, very motivated to check things off. So if I put it on the checklist, it's more likely to get done. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I love that. That's a great tip. Because I could even see myself just forgetting. (laughs) Like, I get to the end of the day, and I'm like, I don't feel like I cared for myself at all. (laughs) 
But I think if it's written down, you can go and see like, oh, yeah. I, sh- I can do this today, this today. Um, yeah. Especially really with time. a toddler interrupting your track of mind. Like I'm constantly yeah. checking my checklist. Like, okay, like we've got a routine, but even within that routine, it's hard to stay focused. Right. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. <laughs> totally. So do you have any tips for moms for you know, whatever reason, maybe, um, they're like a single parent or maybe, um, their husband does work crazy hours or isn't home a lot and they're not really able to get, um, alone time. Um, like maybe they're with their kids really, I mean, pretty much 24 seven. Do you, do you feel like there are, do you have any tips for them or do you feel like there are ways where you can still do that self care, um, while you have your kids with you? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're in that scenario a lot because, like I said, my husband does work weird hours, and it's not that he's gone all the time, but it is pretty much assumed that I'm always going to be with my toddler. And sometimes he's here, but he he also tries to get his self-care in, which is oftentimes away from home. So I have a lot of time alone with Jenny and soon-to-be Lily, but I like to just try and find ways that I can do it with the kids. Like one of the biggest things that will determine how my day goes is if we take a walk and I put during that time, I get a lot of self care done in like multiple ways. I put Jenny in the stroller and luckily she's really happy in the stroller. So it makes it easier to do this. So I'll put her in the stroller. We walk a mile and a half to the park and I'll listen to, on the way there, I usually listen to um, Bible in the Year podcast. So I'm oh. getting in, getting in prayer and outside time and exercise time all at once. And then we get to the park, and I get that free play with my daughter until she's ready. And then on the way back, I'll listen to just another podcast just for my enjoyment. So it's a lot all in once that. All of those things are really important in my self-care routine. And that's pretty much something we've got scheduled every single day is to do our walk. And it's a decent amount of <laughs> a decent amount of time when you're walking. It's about 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back. And it also gives me some quiet time that I'm not chasing a toddler around, but she's still with me. Things like that. And then I also... Oh my goodness. <laughs> so You're laughing right now. <laughs> um, also, like, lately in pregnancy, usually I use Jenny's nap time. She didn't nap by herself until she was about a year old. So a lot of times I was just watching TV while she cuddled with me during her nap. But since she's been one, it's been great to have her take that nap time and I usually get it to myself, but the past few months of pregnancy, I've been very tired. (laughs) So, so instead of getting that as alone time, I will also nap at that time. It's just kind of because at at this time, that is the self care that I need. Well, it's nice to get alone time to read books or do whatever my hobby is. I, I make it a rule that during her nap time, I do not do chores and stuff. Like that is self-care time. Self-care time. Chores can be done while she's awake, but I need, 
need that time alone during her nap nap time. But lately it's been nap time because that's been the main the main self-care activity I need at that moment. So I go ahead and let it be nap time. So just finding ways in the routine that you can do that self-care with the kiddos is and it's a lot of trial and error and it changes over time. <laughs> Cause there was a period of time where the walk to the park was not relaxing at all, <laughs> but it is now. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you said that because I'm, I'm thinking about to what you just mentioned when um, like your daughter wasn't sleeping really by herself and how you just needed to spend that time like in bed so that she would take her nap. And, um, I think there probably are like my, my daughter had trouble sleeping, um, for pretty much the first couple years of her life as well. And (laughs) so I think people probably are in that spot as well. And yeah, I love just the idea of, you know, embracing like, okay, this is the stage of life, the stage of life I'm in right now. I'm pregnant or, um, you know, maybe, walks don't work regularly, but then you can find, you know, something else that works, like, um, I'm trying to think, oh, like, um, when we used to live in the Twin Cities, I would take my kids to the Mall of America once a week, (laughs) and just take them to the aquarium, we had an aquarium pass, and we'd go to the aquarium, I'd get my coffee, (laughs) and I just felt like, okay, this is, you know, the stage of life where I'm at right now, where this is, like, my self-care time, um, so finding, yeah, whatever stage of life you're in, just finding what works for you. Yeah, uh, I'm right definitely embracing that right now as I prepare for Liliana to get here. Like, I got used to that. Also, after we, my husband gets home late, but he'll put down Jenny and we get about an hour of alone time together which is really nice, but that didn't happen the first year of life either, so I'm just right now planning when Liliana gets here that that alone time is going to go away and just kind of expecting it makes it easier if you Mm. know know what to expect yeah that's good yeah that's good to think about like if you know when change is coming and can prepare a little bit for it mentally um and then brainstorm ideas of you know when what changes you might need to make um or whatever it might be yeah, it's hard. I'm I'm thinking like so many of the moms that listen to this I know have little ones and it's so hard in this stage of life to um you know, have time to yourself, have time with your husband, have time with your kids. For moms that work, it's like even more so. So I just uh I just think this is a hard season and I appreciate like the idea you had of like the different categories and writing something down, even if it's just like something small, um, for you to like check off in each of your categories each week. Um, I think that makes a huge difference. So I love that. Hi friends. Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you about today's sponsor, Audible, an audiobook streaming service that allows you to listen to your favorite books while you're doing dishes or laundry or for your kids to listen to their favorite books on car trips or while you're making dinner. You can check out that fun fiction book you've been wanting to read or a spiritual classic that you don't own yet. You can even pick up a full audio Bible. It's normally $45, but you can get it for free right now if you head to audibletrial.com disciples. 
If you are currently on a waitlist at your library for your next book, try out Audible this month instead. It's free, you can cancel anytime, and you get to keep the audiobook. Check it out at audibletrial.com disciples, or check out the link in today's show notes. So Natalie, how have you seen the Lord at work in your life the last year? Oh, so, so, so much. So I keep telling my husband, it's so crazy where we were last year and where we are now. Because last year, my husband was in the middle of a new job that after a month or so didn't pan out. They very suddenly let him go. And he was super upset because we'd already gone through a lot of job transitions around that time. So, And he thought that was the one. It was a job that he really liked. But so we were both super stressed this time last year trying to get him a new job. And he ended up taking the job he has now, which I actually... I never said it to him out loud, but I prayed that he took a different job offer he had instead of the one that he actually has. And I'm glad he did not. I'm glad that he took the one he did. The main reason I didn't like this one is because of the hours. Like I said, it's weird hours, but it actually worked out. We were able to adapt our schedule, and now it's totally normal. And it's the most stable job he's had since I met him it works out a lot better for our family we aren't stressed about money near as much as we were he gets a lot more family time because all his other jobs he could work pretty much as much as he wanted in this one they're very big on family life balance so they'll kick They'll kick him out at 40 hours and tell him to go home. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, <laughs> having, that's awesome. Having him home. So there's that big job transition. And then also a year ago, I was definitely ready to have baby number two. And my husband was not. So I remember about the time of New Year's, I just kind of, resigned myself to spending the year 2018 stop trying to convince him and just let it go for a year but then a month later we found out we were pregnant so (laughs) worked out anyways and a lot of the things that stressed him out about number two like financially and just his bonding with our oldest daughter has not been the issues that he thought they were going to be because of the new job Financially, things have worked out better. And then just because of the family life balance, he's been able to get more time bonding with her oldest. So all those things that concerned him about having number two aren't really issues. And I got baby number two that I was ready for. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. I love that. Yes. Um, and what is your favorite part of your home and why? I am currently sitting in my living room. We're in an apartment that we've only been here for about a year. And it's nice that it's bigger, but my living room is probably my favorite. We have a very open floor plan. So as I'm in the living room, I can see like all the way down the hallway into the bedrooms. I can see our kitchen. I can see our dining room. So I can mostly, if Jenny's playing, I can sit on the couch 
maybe in a restful position and see what she's doing for the most part. I get to watch her play from here. And this is where we spend all our family time, cuddling on the couch with my husband. And we have a big, we've, we're on the second floor, so we've got a deck or a little porch with a big sliding glass door. Right now I've got the sliding glass door open so we can see the rain outside. And I really enjoy being able to watch that. And it opens onto a big grassy area, so we've got a pretty good view for looking out of an apartment complex. It's nice, and we can see the neighbors go out when they take their dogs out or whatever. Right. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, We have kind of an open concept as well, and I, I love that being able to see, you know, your kids from, you know, whatever room you're in in the main yeah. area. It's so nice. And also when it's cool enough or warm enough, depending on the season, I can just open that sliding glass door and let my daughter run in and out on our porch yeah. and play and she gets outside time. So it's really nice. That's and I can so be nice. And I can be snuggled up on the couch and not have to run, <laughs> run all around. Yeah. That's great. That's so great. I, um, when we were in an apartment, we also had, you know, one of those big sliding glass doors and that was like my daughter's favorite area was just like looking out that huge window, (laughs) basically that huge sliding door. And it was like so special with like when we would get snow and she could watch the snow falling and, um, you know, seeing people walk by and, so, so now in our living room, we have these chairs that are kind of just pushed up against the window so, so that they can see out the front window. Yeah. But it's actually, not quite the same as the full effect of the long, the long door. We actually do have, my daughter has a little, oh, like the camping chairs that my sister gave her. Oh, yeah. It's like decorated like a kitty cat. So it's my daughter's favorite chair because she loves cats. But it just sits in front of the glass door, and she'll sit in there and eat her snaps and everything from there. (laughs) That is so sweet. Wow, I love that. Very cute. And what have you been loving recently? This past week, really, it's been really rainy, and my husband hates rain, but I love it. So I've been enjoying it's cooled us off enough. So just the weather lately, it's cooling us off. It's bringing us into fall, which makes me really excited. Fall is my favorite season. It's even more exciting this year because Lily will be born in the fall. So it just makes me excited for all the fall to come. Also, coffee and creamer. It sets the mood as well. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love that. I am really excited for the fall as well. And, um, you know, a lot of the stores have had, like, you know, their pumpkins out or like pumpkin decorations at least. And so I just love seeing that. We were actually at a store um, last in August. We were at a store and they had their Christmas stuff out already. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. That makes me crazy. Don't skip holidays. You got to get Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas. One at a time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, one of my friends actually on social media, this is kind of funny, just recently shared an article about how people who, they did a study and found that people who decorate for Christmas earlier are happier. Oh. (laughs) So I thought, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, 
And then my last question for you is, do you have any mom hacks to share or something that's making your life a little easier? Lately, it's been, so I know, like, on Facebook, there's lots of memes and stuff about trying to change a toddler's diaper. (laughs) Uh, They're just (laughs) all over the place. And for the past couple months, it was like my daughter forgot how to do diaper changes and would run away and (laughs) wouldn't hold still. And it was just a mess. But the past couple weeks, I don't know, I don't know how long this chick will work, but I'll ask her to choose a book from her bookshelf. And she loves loves choosing that book, and then she'll bring it over and they and hold perfectly still to read her book while I change her diaper. Wow, and that that's makes great! It a million times easier. Oh, I love and, that. That's really good. Yes. Okay, and then I'm going to ask you one more question, kind of a bonus question. It's okay if you don't have sure. something because I didn't tell you I was going <laughs> to ask you this, but do you have any like? pregnancy hacks or something that you've discovered that's oh. been really helpful like during your pregnancy for women who, listen, uh, who are listening that might be pregnant let's see so a lot of just telling my toddler about it she's been very understanding I've been very sick like I've been nauseous the whole pregnancy the first trimester was worse but the nausea did get better the second trimester but it's it never went away but um just letting my oldest know, like, I'll explain to her instead of, like, trying to hide everything. I'll let her know that I'm not feeling my best and cuddling with her, have TV days, and don't feel bad about it. Yeah, <laughs> cuddle that's with good. her on the couch. My toddler's still nursing, so that was actually really helpful. Mm-hmm. I know it, it makes pregnancy harder for a lot of people if they're still nursing a toddler because that's hard for them but it's actually really helpful for me because it keeps her from running around she'll just cuddle with me and let me relax but if you can if you can teach older kids to be more self-sufficient that helps I think the biggest thing I don't know pregnancy hacks it's bigger bigger just trying to trying to deal with an older one during pregnancy I didn't have the any real issues when I was pregnant with her because the big the biggest things that make it harder right now are having a toddler while being pregnant right yeah (laughs) but so it's just kind of managing her while I'm not feeling well but I guess yeah that's good that's really helpful walking walking also helps me too I think this past week I've been sick so we've been skipping our daily walk and I've definitely noticed a difference. It's nice to get that rest, but going on the walk, I think, was keeping my body feeling much better pregnancy-wise. It wasn't, I was getting the stretch in and everything, and noticed the past couple of days, my body's a lot more achy because mm-hmm. I haven't been going on those walks. That's great. That's, yeah, I think that's really helpful, and I think it's helpful that you said, like, to not feel guilty if you just like need some time, you know, with the kid, your kids watching TV yeah. or like you taking a nap with your toddler and yes. like not feeling yes, bad about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for coming on and let me go ahead and close this in a prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day and for our families. I pray that the women listening today may find rest in you, Lord. Jesus, help us to learn how to better care for ourselves, 
so that we can better care for our families and um, that we can love and serve you better, Lord. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hi friends, I really loved this chat with Natalie. I've listed out some of the practical tips for the different areas of self-care that she mentioned in the show notes for this episode if you want to revisit those. I also love the idea of just embracing the stage of life you're in right now as well. It might mean your self-care is taking a nap with your baby or going on a walk with your toddler or just drinking more water. You can find the links to everything we talked about today in the show notes either by clicking through in the podcast player you're listening in right now, or by visiting diapersanddisciples.com. Next week, we are starting a series on Humana Vitae. Guys, this was totally inspired by the Holy Spirit, and I am so excited to share more with you next week. Until next time, you all are in my prayers. God bless. This is Diapers and Disciples. Do you have the hiccups? I have the hiccups. <laughs> no, you have the hiccups.